name is Christopher Plant, and I am the founder of Radio Kismet. Radio Kismet is a podcast creation studio located right here in Philadelphia. When I found out that Andrew was having a 50th birthday party and that he was inviting all of his family and most of his closest friends, I thought it would be an incredible opportunity to record some of those conversations in a meaningful way to create a landmark recording that he could look back to for the rest of his life. I want to thank all the people, all the friends, all the family that took time from this great party to sit down and talk with me and record these memories. Happy 50th birthday, Andrew Eisenstein. Special thanks to Ricky for working this all out. Thanks, Ricky. What's your name? Eli Eisenstein. Who are you? I'm Andrew's son. And um, what are we doing here today? Well, uh, tomorrow's my dad's 50th birthday. Seems like an important milestone as far as birthdays are concerned. Absolutely. And so tonight, you know, seems like a lot of friends, both expected and unexpected, are here. We ran into some people that happened to be eating dinner outside. And oh, really? Yeah. We were like, hey, this is crazy. You guys are here. You should come up, have a drink. <laughs> we didn't like yourselves. you enough to invite you to the party, but we'd like They're you to They're my come. professors. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. And they're here with their son. Yeah. And so I've known your dad now for 16, 17 years. And, you know, I have this sneaking suspicion that your father's been 50 years old since he's 30. So tell me what it was like. You are um, in the arts, right? You're, going, you're a student at Penn. Yep. And what are you studying? Uh, linguistics, as it turns out. Yeah. You know, you come in, you think you're going to do cinema studies. and uh, Yeah, I, I didn't even know that you switched. I never switched. I never chose cinema studies. I was okay. linguistics. I mean, as soon as I picked a major, it was the first one I picked. And so what is it like, um, you know, growing up with somebody who was so intensely focused? I mean, your father and your mother, for that matter, are, have both been so focused. But your father in particular, whose birthday it is, has just been such an intense deal junkie with real estate and putting together incredible projects for years and years. And I know that he's, um, you know, sort of dragged you kids into it. What's it been like growing up with your dad? One thing that always comes to mind whenever I think about growing up with my dad is how much he used to hate running. Just absolutely despise. I can't believe you brought that up. Right? Do you remember this? Why do you bring that up? It's just something I think about. I dragged your father kicking and screaming into running. He used to tell me, I would ask him, I would beg him to go running from his house. He would say, I don't do anything without a ball. Yeah. And it turned out he was a goddamn billy goat. He could run up hills like crazy, and he got really into it. Do you remember Cliff Sharp? Oh, yeah, of and course. Every, we'd all I was going to mention, I was like, everybody would go running, and then Cliff uh, got injured, stopped running Cliff with my dad. lived but, injured, by the way. He was yeah. a Clydesdale. But what about running um, impressed you? It wasn't even that it impressed me right off the bat. It wasn't something I thought about too much, but you know, I was always like, oh, like my dad doesn't like running. My dad's not a guy who runs. And then one day he sat me down. He was like, Eli, I think you should pick up running. I was like, why me? You don't run. He was like, well, I used to hate running. I was like, when did this change happen? The day before. And suddenly he was all in gung-ho, 100% a runner. Uh, and he would go running all the time. And that sort of thing rubbed off on me. Like, maybe it's not your cup of tea at first, but if somebody tells you to do it, if it brings you a new community, if it's something that you have fun doing, why not go all in? Make it your own idea. Yeah, yeah, I decided to start running. Nobody told me to run. It was, it was all me. <laughs> well, this is what I talk about with your father a lot. And he's, 
somebody that I've spoken about immensely because he's just such an iconoclast. But, you know, he is very stubborn, and yet he's surprisingly open. You know, like, he, he won't tell you this, but he, he's constantly letting new ideas in. For and, sure. um, and But and they're, but they're his ideas. He came up with them, for sure. Of course. Of course. Of course. Well, okay, so you're, you're... Okay, so we're talking about the certainty of Andrew Eisenstein. Absolutely. Tell me about that. I mean, growing up, you got a dad who wants to make sure that he seems like he knows what he's doing. That's important. And I feel like it's only recently, now that I'm in my 20s, uh, you're an adult yourself. Yeah, I'm an adult, and I start to get to have those like real conversations, which are like, you know, maybe I wasn't always 100% sure of what I was doing. I didn't really know what was going on with friends and stuff in college. I came in pre-med thinking I was going to be pre-med, but, you know, I, I, I didn't end up picking it, and I started doing this work. And, like, there's still a little bit that bleeds in. Like, I knew exactly what I was going to do. I was going to be a painter. I hated being pre-med. I just did it because my parents told me to. But, like, you don't have to do what your parents tell you to. Like, don't please your parents. But please me, but not your parents. Um, <laughs> I love that. You know, and so and it's you're like, nice. Dad, you're my parent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice now because uh, I get that perspective. And I get to talk to my dad for real. And I don't have to feel like he's hiding behind trying to be my dad. Um, yeah, I don't think that there's any fakery. With Never. Andrew Eisenstein. Never. Very genuine. Yeah. Very, very true to himself. And so my impression, I, I've known you guys for 16 years, and you're, 20, how old are you? 21. So I've known you since you were five. You are an incredibly close family. Um, there's Definitely. this really clear directive that there has to be this family time. Your mother's incredible. You know, you've got a great sister. You've got a great brother. What was it like kind of... Um, growing up in such an intensely close family and you're also very close with your grandparents and your uncles and aunts and what was it like to have this like really clear tribe yeah i mean there's times where i was like ugh, the strife you know <laughs> it's i can't believe that we're so close with everybody because xyz person is like a total hassle at family gatherings or like i'm expected to spend all my time with my brother but all he wants to do is play balloon wall ball with himself uh, where he's specifically both people, but he calls himself me and him, the other guy. And whoever wins, it was like a real personal thing. And I was like, how am I supposed to get cut in on this game? You were playing as me. Yeah, but it was always, uh, it was always me versus him, but me and him were both Noah. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, when Margalee was a little kid, she wanted to be a cat or a bird. Now, I just did not relate because I wanted to be an astronaut see where that ended up. But... You know, I think there was a lot of time that I was sort of like, ugh, you know, we're so close. We spend all this time together. Why can't I catch a break? And then I meet people that didn't have that same experience as me. And I realize how lucky I was and how lucky I am to be so close with my family, my extended family, and that so many of them are still alive and that we get to spend real quality family time together through stress and ease and everything. It's it's really special and unique what do you think is one trait that you exhibit personally that you feel is a direct result of your father i think because of him i'm very resilient yeah he knows i've been through a lot these past couple years college has not been the easiest time for me socially and otherwise and i think that if i hadn't been in such good hands that i would not have been able to persevere and smile through it as much as I have been able to. 
That's a good response. I like that um, perseverance. And so that was essentially you feel like you have a relationship with your father and, and your mother that, that you can speak to them openly and clearly about things that you're experiencing. Absolutely, yeah. Now more so than ever. Yeah. And so as you're getting older, are you you're a senior right senior now? Senior in college, graduate in two months. Yeah. And so what do you see in the near future for yourself? I'm sure my dad wants me to have a more clear answer than I no, do. No, I don't, actually but, don't uh, think so. He wanted to open a jazz club when he was a kid. So, I mean, I, I don't know that he would expect that of you. Yeah. Well, I think he wants me to have a clear answer. I don't know if he expects me to have a clear answer. I'd love to go into the entertainment business. I want to tell stories. But also, you know, I spent four years getting a linguistics degree, and I think that there's a lot of value in that. I do love languages. I love teaching languages. I love learning languages. So I hope that no matter what I do, I can carry that with me. But yeah, I think I want to tell stories, and I've talked to him about this a bit. Since, since we know that this is going to, at one point, pound directly into his ears, is there hey, anything you'd like to say to your father directly? Thanks for believing in me. It's very important. It means a lot. 